The show you are about to listen to is intended for mature audience only. There will be things said that may not be appropriate for younger audience and may offend you. We at Whatever Talk would like to apologize in advance, but really, get over it. We talking about whatever, whatever that's on your mind, speak your mind, don't be shy, this is your time to shine. What up, dope people? Welcome to Whatever Talk, the show where we talk about, oops, no, it's not the show where we talk about whatever. It's Whatever Talk Gaming. Oh, snap. Yes, this is a a spinoff show of Whatever Talk. You know, I'm trying to branch out. You know, try to get our show into, like, this Monopoly type thing. Taking over. But, yeah, taking And you hearing somebody else talking that doesn't sound like T-Dot. <laughs> <laughs> the guy I have is a podcasting friend of mine, which now I think, I think we're, uh, I would, I'd like to get to know him better. That's why we're on this little date call, whatever talk. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Mr. Vice President. Daryl. That's right. What's up, everybody? And he is from the podcast Remember the Loot. That's right. L-O-O-T, not L-U-T-E, because homie don't play that. Homie don't play that. And I did look that up when y'all when I first heard the episode, and I'm like, I think maybe a couple of them on the show does play that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we got, well, there's some questionable stuff every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. People, like I said... This is a Whatever Talk special. I'm trying to branch off and do other Whatever Talk shows. We do have a, another Whatever Talk special, which is Whatever Talk Anime. And we're talking about some Dragon Ball Z. It's on YouTube right now. Go check that out. But this one, we're on Whatever Talk Gaming. And we're going to talk about... Oh, yeah. My favorite. Yes. And I'm not going to go into every single Resident Evil game because it is like... Going into that, it's like going into the archives of Tupac after he died. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's just so much stuff there, but but is it really him? I mean, did he yeah. really do this? <laughs> well, we are going to go into the gist of this series and what we like about the series, what the series has gone, and what we would like to see about the series in the future. Because they do have a new Resident Evil game coming out, which is Resident Evil 7. And what they say, they're going back to their roots of horror. Straight up horror. I have played the demo of it. uh, And I will say, as far as the horror aspect, I... I, I think they might have brought it back. I think they might have brought it back. The demo doesn't give you that much to go off of. I'm not going to get into that just yet. Let's start off with, is Resident Evil your favorite horror game? Yes. Resident Evil is my favorite uh, horror franchise, horror game. Um, and actually just Resident Evil 2 in general is my favorite game of all time. I, I play that game at a very uh, influential time. I've always been a big horror buff in general. Horror movies, uh, television shows, um, you know, just uh, video games, all that stuff. And uh, I discovered Resident Evil 2 at a time where uh, I didn't necessarily... I probably wouldn't have been a gamer, per se, had it not been for Resident Evil 2. And the actual entire franchise has kind of been what's kept me locked into buying new consoles and new video games. So it just spoke to me. It was uh, story-wise, I've enjoyed it. Um, did it. Did it speak to you, or did it bite into you? It, 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 infect, it actually infected me. You know, I, <laughs> it infected you. It infected me. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell people this. Whenever they, like, uh, we talk about things, I'm like, Resident Evil is my... Uh, Star Wars, it is my Twilight, 
it is my Harry Potter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, you don't want it to be your Twilight. Man. Uh, <laughs> we don't want no freaking zombies twinkling in the sun. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If it did, if they did, I'm not saying I want that. But if they did, I'm the guy who's still going to buy it. So I, uh, well, we, I know you would buy it. This guy has <laughs> like about three or four copies of every Resident Evil game. <laughs> yeah, it's a so, little excessive. I, I'm just saying, you know. Tweakling zombies would take away the uh, the uh, yeah. intimidation of yeah. what they would do to you. <laughs> well, at that point, you might not be so much worried about them biting you as a, you might be worried about them sucking on you. Uh, Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like vampires. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> sure, that's where you went to go yeah, with that joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, them Las Pelagas, man, they start to get all kind of weird with the crap coming out of their mouths. So. Oh, snap. Uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, my bad, people. I forgot to say, mention about T-Dot. T-Dot not here because of he don't really play video games, nor will he be able to see video games if he did play video games. You know about the situation, people. <laughs> Me, myself, am a huge horror fanatic. I love everything horror. And my favorite horror game is, is uh, Dead Space. That's a good one. That, it's a good one. Dead Space 1 and 2. And it would have been Resident Evil if Resident Evil stayed Resident Evil. But Dead Space 1 and 2 are my favorite horror games. The first Resident Evil, like, did that not bring horror games to what they base off of now? Like, yes. Resident Evil 1, it was it was great. It started out the new it was it was horror games before then, but Resident Evil uh, surpassed the bar of the horror games that was already out at the time and set its own bar. And after that, other horror games came out with with that expectation to be better than Resident Evil. Yep, they definitely set the bar. So Resident Evil's often been referred to as uh, the the games that started the survival horror yes. uh, genre. Um, but yes, they definitely uh, they definitely set a standard, you know. And um, yeah, Resident Evil One in particular, just that uh, that loneliness, that, um, that being in the mansion, you know, what I'm saying, provided, and the the tension uh, of only having certain, you know, the, the item slots, the uh, tank controls. I mean, just the game um, really played its strengths, uh, you know, as far as setting tension. And um, I remember as a kid, man, just oh god, I was terrified uh of those games but yet i I loved them it was like it was the weirdest thing i've never um i've never experienced something that like (laughs) drove me away and brought me in uh, all at the same time (laughs) like resident evil did as a kid (laughs) i would remember myself screaming like a girl like crazy on resident evil (laughs) especially resident evil 2 we ran down the hallway of the police station and the arms bust out. That's like the first for real scare in the game, <laughs> yes. which is very early in the game. Yes. That right there, yeah, I, a lot of um, feminine noises came out of me. And uh, <laughs> Dude. yeah, so I, I gotta say, I am a huge fan of Resident Evil franchise, but I am also a disappointed fan of Resident Evil. And try not to be bias because it's your favorite franchise but i know you have to at least 
feel what I'm coming from when I say I am a disappointed fan of Resident Evil. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you take the um, you take the first couple games, the first three games, where it was fixed camera angles, pre-rendered backgrounds, um, and it was tank controls, limited inventory. The games set a standard as far as what horror was, based off of you know, what I'm saying limitations and uh, you know, tension. You know, like, like tension was always the theme of the horror. Yes. And then you move on to you know, just sticking with the core series the HD remake of the first game and then Resident Evil zero, the prequel, um, you know, like they kept that theme and then brought everything up to speed graphically, added a whole lot more horror and weird kind of elements to the storyline. But still, you know, like it didn't really branch off too far. And then you go to Resident Evil four, which, you know, we can go into detail on, you know, saying later, but you know, changing the perspective and making you a little bit more of a superhero and really kind of like, adding the action, you know, to the series. Uh, although that was still a, a, that's probably critically acclaimed as the best game of the series. And one of my favorites. You said, which one is this? Um, Again, I forget. Four. four. Okay. Resident Evil 4. You're, you're yeah, right. With, you're right. You know, and um, that one was, you know, obviously, I don't I want to say the pinnacle of the series, but definitely it was like, that was when Resident Evil was, it was, cool you know that was like mainstream it was big deals getting crazy good ratings but it started to take that dip towards you know saying the action and then resident evil 5 um which i'm playing right now you know <laughs> uh adding adding the co-op to it and you know doubling down on action kind of taking its way off the you know what I'm saying the horror that started the series oh, yeah yeah having that having that second person does take away from the from the yeah. horror and then it goes to resident evil 6 which is just a straight up expendable. Uh, that was expendables. Yeah, <laughs> uh, or, or crank. Or crank. You know action, what I'm saying? Like, or, all the way yeah, it's just it's over the top, ridiculous action. Like it don't even make no sense the stuff that you do in that game. But hold on, hold on. Let me um, put a pin right there on that one because you you did bring up a point that uh, that I, I wanted to make known in this episode was me myself included are rattled up over the. The direction that Resident Evil has taken as far as going action-packed. And, and I thought about it as I was coming up with this whole show. You know, I changed my views and opinions on that because I'm not necessarily saying that this action route is the route to go, in my opinion, because I still don't. Let's just say if this was real life, Resident Evil was real life, and we started uh-huh. out with, you know, the zombies in part one. And I'd like to feel that when they got to part four and they had that different turn of events as far as them not being the the the, the traditional zombies that we know of. Yeah, now they're yeah. the Lost Plaga. So and and I and I like that because of the fact of like again, think of it as real life. What if this was happening for real? It would be some type of evolution as far as Absolutely. the the virus that went on. You know, not saying I'm not saying that zombies themselves can evolve, but as far as the the virus that was still being developed throughout the series of the game, they would have evolved and try to come up with something else because it started out as the virus being making them into a super soldier, but yep, that didn't work. It they it turned into turn people into zombies instead of being super soldiers and the super soldiers that they did have were mutated monsters like the t-virus so you have to think of it on that aspect like evolution 
You know, they had to take the game somewhere not far. Again, I'm not saying evolution as far as where the game had went as far as the whole action pack, but as far as the evolution of the actual virus itself. You know, they had to incorporate that somehow in the series. And unfortunately, it turned it into an action game versus a survival horror game or even a horror game because it ain't got nothing to do with survival anymore. It's just about how many yep. how many bodies you can put down now. Yep. Kind of for anyone who has not listened or uh, has not played Resident Evil, you know what I'm saying? Just the kind of basic premise of the the universe. The story is this. You know, there was the uh the experiments going on uh, by the Umbrella Corporation. You know what I'm saying? They uh, we're experimenting, like you said, on trying to make a virus that would create super soldiers. You know what I'm saying? They're looking for biological weapons. And from there, their experiments leaked out of the mansion. Uh, they reanimated dead corpses and uh, started to mutate anything that came in contact with living, living flesh. And it went from zombies to grotesque-looking creatures. And as the, the franchise you say, grew, like you said, the natural evolution is to ramp up the action. In the beginning, it was you're in this, you know, what I'm saying you're in this mansion uh, that was kind of like a front for an underground yeah. laboratory. It's quiet out in the you know, in the mountains in the woods. There's really nothing going on, nothing around. So you didn't really have anywhere to go or anyone to get into. From there, it spreads into the city. The city's in disarray and gets kind of crazy. And you know, what I'm saying the, the city eventually gets bombed and destroyed. After that, the game kind of skips a few years, and these biological, you know, what I'm saying threats and these different outbreaks are have taken place in, you know, what I'm saying across the na- yes. across the world. So from there, you know, what I'm saying now we're in like a place where, for the story to make sense, we've kind of got to take into consideration that people and places and things have gotten used to this. And like you said, if this were real life, there would be a lot of guns, a lot of killing, a lot of yes, explosions, and also can't rule out a lot of evolving, you know, and rapid Absolutely. evolving. I don't want people to also uh, get confused the virus with Las Plaga. Las Plaga is not the virus. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a parasite. Yeah, it's a parasite, it and it turns out to be a, a ancient parasite. Yeah. So don't get that confused with what happened with Raccoon versus Raccoon City versus the over in Europe, I think it was, uh, in, in part four. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't get it confused four, yeah. with the Lost Plaga. That's that's something else different. But, you know, same outcome, sort of. Yeah, same basic premise is that, you know, these things have been experimented on. The ultimate goal is always making some sort of weapon or army or, you know, the big bad is always behind it trying to make, you okay, know, yeah, world domination. Yeah, into, yeah it's always world domination. <laughs> Always, you know, you can't ever just take over you know, a town or a city. It's like, ah, if it was like a shoot, well, I have world. this, so what is there left for me to take? The world. That's I'm what. Saying. That's Resident yeah. Evil in a nutshell. <laughs> That's Western in a nutshell. <laughs> well, I got I got a question for you, Donnie. Then before we kind of dig into, I guess, each of the games or and and whatnot, is which one is your favorite and which one okay. do you like the most? Hmm. Uh, I guess this will be contradicting me or my contradicting my beliefs of the game I guess you could say I don't know uh, I'm going with five 
Yeah, I, I, okay. again, yes, five is the horror is not there in five. I'm tell you that right now. And right. It, it, it did go the more action route. Four was my favorite until five came out. You know, I guess you could say because, but yes. I did notice the horror was about to leave the franchise when they came out before. Yeah, you could definitely tell because it was yeah. ramping up the action. The set pieces were getting more and more. I don't want to say ridiculous because it sounds like a negative thing, but it's like they were getting Commercial. more and more um, inflate inflated, yeah. very commercial. You know, and, and and it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, See, and oh, you know, I had the same hold on, problem. Hold on. Video games are made to be fun. They are made to be fun. Right. But right. when it comes to horror, you don't want that to be in your description of your game. The fun is going to be there all without say. But when you're hearing about a horror game, you don't want people to say fun. Because Resident Evil, again, it's a video game. And yes, I have fun playing it because, you know, I am a Resident Evil fan and I do like horror. But you don't want to say, yeah, it was fun. Because then I make you be like, well. But it wasn't scary. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't, that's that's kind of like, that's not what I'm. If I was, uh, what, what's my man who created it? Uh, well, Shinji Mikami made the first uh, four, I believe. Okay, well, we'll go with him. We don't care about the uh, the other ones. Minus four or five. But, uh, uh, well, you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. And yeah. I have a, I have a respect and a love for every single, even spinoff in the franchise. And I'll explain why later. There's, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, Shinji Mikami, when he created these games, I know, I know what you mean. They're supposed to be fun, but the fun should be found in the horror. Yes. Not, not like, oh my gosh, this was just the most fun game I've ever played. Exactly. And it was scary too. Yes. You don't want, yeah. If I was, uh, if I was, the Shinji guy, I can't even pronounce his name right yeah, now. Yeah, Shinji Mikami. I, I would not want to hear somebody say, "Well, I have fun playing Resident Evil." I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't succeed at what I, I didn't was trying. Scare him. Yeah. yeah, I didn't succeed at what I wanted to do with the game. So, but I, again, I, I do hear what you're saying, and um, yeah, five, five is my favorite. It is contradicting my. My, what I said before about the uh, what I'm saying about the overall franchise of Resident Evil it is contradicting, but I sh- I understand why though I really do because Five is a fun game and it's graphically it is still impressive today. Yes, G- came out in 2009, and as far as a co-op game, it really set the standard on what good drop-in drop-out co-op is. Yes, um, yes. And the gameplay is good. It's solid. And the set pieces are big. Uh, the environments were awesome. Like, like, I'm, like I said, I'm playing 5 right now. Uh, I've already Platinum 5 on PS3. I'm working on the Platinum for the PS4. Sure. Uh, I, 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 I 100% it on Xbox 360 because they don't have Platinums. Um, so I... I love this game, and I love this franchise, uh, but I love all of them for different reasons, and this one nailed fun, like to a T. It was just, <laughs> you know, and and, it, and like you said, it is contradictory to what hardcore Resident Evil fans want because what hardcore Resident Evil fans want is they scared. want that tension. Yeah. They want that survival horror, but we also want to have fun and see what Capcom was caught in between doing is like, all right, we want, to, we want this Resident Evil thing that is so big to be bigger so we got to make it more fun so the casual audience will also get involved and you know what and and i hate when developers say that i hate when they use casual because the casuals ain't the one getting you to where you are right now 
Agreed. The casuals suck because they don't they play games when shoot, it ain't nothing else to do. Well let's play a game. Well I got Resident yeah. Evil. Well heck, this ain't fun. So we gonna make a game for them? Yeah, and it's it's tough, you know what I'm saying, because like look at us as podcast hosts, you know what I'm saying? Like we want to cater to our hardcore, right? Yes. That like that like have like when people listen to Remember the Loot, you know what I'm saying? You're listening to Remember the Loot not because we're this big newsy informative podcast, but because we're a bunch of friends hanging out, playing video games, you know what I'm saying, talking crap, telling really bad dad jokes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, and teasing each other to an extent. And like I want when people you know download our show, I want to appeal to a more casual audience, you know, because I want to grow. But in the same respect, I want to stay true to who we are, and I don't want to stop talking crap to each other. I don't want to stop making the bad dad jokes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Resident Evil every episode, even if what we're talking about has nothing to do with it. I just want to put in there. It's like by the way, this is my favorite still. Yeah, and yes, and yes, you do put it in every episode, and I <laughs> and they get tired of it every single time. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and when I hear when somebody says, "Hey, could you go an episode without it?" I'm gonna the next episode. Spoilers. I'm gonna do it twice. <laughs> in fact, we even hate the word "resident" now because I mean, <laughs> your name has it in. The- <laughs> <laughs> the resident Daryl. Oh God, I'm so sick of that. Oh really? Resident Daryl, resident. So, like, I, it's so funny because I know that there's people that will listen to this show and they'll go, oh, "Wait a second, Donnie. How can your favorite also be the complete contradiction to how you feel?" And as, and I, I just want you to know, like, I want to double down. I so understand it because Resident Evil is such a touchy, sacred. And I say sacred, and like, and I mean that for all the hardcore. Resident Evil is a sacred franchise. It started survival horror. It coined survival horror. And there's so many things that moniker or that mock it, you know what I'm saying, and use it as like a, you know what I'm saying, like a foundation to what they're going for. It's so influential. But yet in the same respect, some of the side games have been so much freaking fun, but they're not true hardcore Resident Evil. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even though I love it, I hate it because it's not what I wanted but it's i still it's so yeah, fun and so. I, I can't go a little bit more in depth with mine with the reason why my gaming has evolved kind of with the style of games now like games yes. now move so fluent now you know you don't have to stop just to make a 360 degree turn now you can either turn 360 degrees or you can just run around in a circle until you make your 360 degree turn or whatever you know what i'm saying yep. so it moved so my gaming has somewhat evolved even though i'm <laughs> if you gotta listen to uh the other show that i was on trophy whores my gaming is very selective as far as story-wise and or the trophy like platinums i get is very selective yeah. again that's because of my gaming has evolved with the games of today like uh, the reason why Resident Evil 1, 2, 3 would not be on my list as far as favorite. It's because of that that style of gameplay. You know, the, that style of gameplay is made for Resident Evil for that time or era, most definitely. The clunkiness and all that stuff, that is, like, I, like you said earlier, it helps the tension of the style of horror of that game. Yep. But me... Personally, my whole feel is hard for me to convert my play style back to the old school play style because of 
I am so Te- yep. yeah, technology. I'm used to fluent motion. I'm used to dodging and bobbing and weaving. I'm used to ducking and then stuff. I'm used to aiming at vital points. You know, so my uh, it's hard for me to convert back to that old school playstyle, making Resident Evil one or two or three my my favorite it's so funny because that is such a true statement as far as gaming goes and resident evil especially i guess the um spawn of that the result of that is resident evil 6 well here's the thing six is a fantastic action game like it is a fun game with some great set pieces and if you want to get like nitty-gritty the amount of content they put in that game is ridiculous because they put three full campaigns in there that are completely different from each other all right but they do intertwine and they do intertwine and then there's ada's campaign which you unlock after beating the game which is you know on all these campaigns the the main ones are about 10 hours a piece mm-hmm. plus ada's campaign was another six hours and it was actually really difficult in my yeah opinion. And then plus they had their multiplayer stuff, you know, and their mercenaries modes, which, you know what I'm saying, they're not for everybody. But it, the amount of content that they put in that game was ridiculous. It blew my mind. I was like, wow, that's a lot of game. But um, if, if you look at it, so like, you know, keeping up with today's standards in gaming, and, and I know, you know, they were chasing after that Call of Duty money, but it's like... The the type of gamer, even the OGs like us who've been playing these things since day one, it's hard to go back to that tank control style. So then you, what you do is you evolve with modern day gaming, and then you get Resident Evil Six. But then you get all the OG Resident Evil fans saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is so far gone. This is ridiculous." What made it so ridiculous? Again, I think it could have been done the way that we all wanted. Because before I say what I'm about to say. I didn't care for it too much, the the Evil Within game, but yeah, I always, once I played it and beat it, I always said, this is what Resident Evil 4 should have been. You know who made that game? Shinji Mikami. The guy behind yep. Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's why I said what I said. That also kind of blends into what I'm about to say about 6. It's like, uh, Resident Evil 6 came out way before Evil Within, but... Now that we have even within, we know that it can be done as far as putting yep. action and horror in a game. So Resident Evil 6 did not have to be what it was. So that's why I say that us Resident Evil fans were so mad and so very disappointed at Resident Evil 6 is because we know that it can be done. Like, you yeah. could have put horror and miss it in perfectly with the action like he didn't have to this game was 100 percent action even leon's campaign even though that stayed more true to the resident evil franchise yeah. than the other campaigns but even his was action pat but again i kind of like his action pat because again that kind of like gave us the feel of resident evil with the traditional zombies let leon's campaign yeah. so i'm not gonna i'm gonna x him out because they kind of did it right with leon's campaign it was awesome fun though you gotta admit they're like being able to roll around and cut those things with your I'm knife say and- that yes uh I'm, I'm not gonna totally bash it because yeah i did i'm not gonna say i have fun i'm gonna say i did receive excitement I will. Yeah. I, I would say that I'm not going to say fun because I was disappointed at Chris' campaign, and I was just totally just like, "What the freak?" 
is you would, I'm like, <laughs> this guy is the offspring of Wesker. Why he's so whack? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so crazy. Is like Jake's campaign reminds me of uh, like a modern day nemesis where you're constantly running from the big bad. But he had the attitude of that crappy Dante from DMC. <laughs> yes. The, I got you know, you it's like, the oh, I'm, I'm an angry teenager. I got you said that because <laughs> white-haired Dante would never be that soft. <laughs> I know. White-haired Dante was like, I'll freaking kill everybody. Well, you know, like I said, six is the result of gaming changing, the landscape changing, and, again, Capcom wanted that Call of Duty yeah. money. And I'm not – and as far as when I mentioned the game itself, like, again, if it was the real world, the zombies or the enemies would evolve to not necessarily this – or that in the gaming series, but they would evolve because it, the viruses themselves evolve with different types of viruses. So uh, you can expect some type of change or evolution in the creatures themselves. So I'm not too disappointed with the evolution of the creatures because, I, again, I would expect some type of evolution when it comes to the creature. I'm just mad at the game franchise themselves why they went so ashen packed and i'm also even going to say this that game had the most disappointing scene that i have ever experienced yes in a video game franchise that i really love leon chris where they meet up oh my god i was like the yes. i was showdown. like oh snap it's about to go down this is like like, because I always wonder, like, were they really friends? Were they cool with each other? I don't understand why they wouldn't be cool with each other because they both was fighting the same battle. Like, I, I, but well, we always yeah. wonder that. And then we finally got our big moment where Leon and Chris meet, and it basically, in a nutshell, went like, "Hey, Chris. Hey, Leon." All right, I gotta go. Don't kill her. I'm like, and that was it. I'm like, oh my god, you freaking serious? One of the best, one of the most epic scenes that probably, probably could have got like some major props and probably could have put, put uh, a better rating. Matter of fact, not probably. I know it would have put a better rating on Resident Evil 6 if that scene was just that much more epic. If they would have actually fought, if they would have actually traded blows. So let's go to some hypotheticals. What reason would they have to even go into battle like you just said? So Chris was originally Stars, and then Leon was RPD. Uh, which ultimately, they worked together, okay? But even though they never actually had a chance to based on how the story felt. All right? Well, then, at, by this time in the thing, um, Chris is the head of the, you know, saying, like, one of the big teams for the BSAA. And Leon is a working special forces for the president, who by this time is actually dead. But the the biggest thing was, you know, obviously the tug of war over Ada, you know, and um, which I thought her role in the game was awesome. Um, I'm a big Ada fan. I think that the, her being a mystery woman and that uh, obvious, you know, what I'm saying like love um, triangle that she's caught up with, uh, you know, with with Leon well, or whatever. Well, okay, I do like Ada, but Leon is a freaking punk for that joke, like. What the heck, what? man? He has no reason to be in love with this chick. And she's that mystery woman in the red dress, man. Like, they, they've made... It's so funny because Leon always has to save some chick. And then he's always kind of caught up in these weird, like... 
him and Clear, they kind of had like their moments where it's like, are they going to hook up? Are they not? And then it's like, here comes Ada, and he's like, oh snap, I'm all up in this shit, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm digging her. And then, and then, yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> then he lets her die, but then she's not dead. It's crazy, like, you know, Leon's always had this emotional love oh, thing going on. Again, why? Chris is like, it was no reason for that love emotion. It's kind of like Capcom, I mean, kind of just it, in almost every story, it has to be something love in it. So I guess they just said, yeah. hey, let's just let this be it. Well, you know, you know, Leon's got that pretty boy look. You know what I'm saying? He's got the leather jacket. He's got that the hair. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, and here's Chris is just like, I mean, well, you have to think about it. Chris and Jill have kind of been a thing since the beginning, too. So, was they, I mean, they've they, always had, it was no hookup with that. Well, okay, so here's what I read. Uh, I read that there's supposed to be a side story told in between um, five and six where uh, Chris and Jill actually uh, get married. Like, there's what? supposed to be a story. Yeah. There ain't no fan-made website, is it? No, it was, um, they kind of leaked a Resident oh, Evil's okay. news and stuff, like, before it comes out. And, uh, they were saying that there's a uh, side story that's supposed to come out that says that, you know, that's going to be kind of like the take on it. Because here's what they predicted in the website, I mean, on the website. They, they predicted that there was a Resident Evil portable coming out, which we got Revelations 2 for the Vita. So that was true. And then they also said Resident Evil 6, before it came out, Chris was going to be disgruntled because he lost a bunch of mm-hmm. teammates. You know, And I think it was Resident Evil Revelations. There's that bioterrorism attack and he loses a whole team. And that kind of plays into his uh, attitude yeah, in Resident Evil 6. That. So anyways, kind of getting back to the whole, you know what I'm saying, what got us here was I really wish in that epic showdown when the two guys finally squared up that they would have been... Um, fighting harder over this whole thing with Ada, and they would have traded blows. I would have loved to see like the tension. I, don't, I didn't want them to ever get along. I wanted them to fight, kind of see that they were equals in different ways. You know, what I'm saying obviously Leon being more agile and kicking more, and then Chris just being all out stronger and um, just you angrier. want them to be the Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Batman okay, and Superman. No, no, you know no, what I'm saying? Like no, we are. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Cut that right now. <laughs> I want them to be, you know what I'm saying, like, on the same team and, you know what I'm saying, like, all about good, but it's like, you know, I really don't like you, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, like, at any given second, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm about good, gooder than you. <laughs> see? Bat- Batman, Superman. I'm just telling you. So, I can see what you're going for with your with your hypothetical there. I'm still somewhat trying to find a reason for them why to be throwing blows, but... I can't see what where you're coming from. At least on the aspect of it, it most definitely should have been a uh, way bigger dispute about killing Ada or not killing Ada in that yeah. scene. It shouldn't have been, well, don't kill her. Well, I want to. Well, don't. All right. It shouldn't <laughs> have been just that. I mean, and I, I get it, though, because, like, you know, one guy's, like, trying to save the world. One guy's trying to save a small, you know what I'm saying, No, he was just world. trying to save, like, like, one of these times, I'm going to get that. That's the only thing Leon was thinking about. <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to hit that. <laughs> Ada's like, you can never have this. <laughs> oh, man. So, I got another hypothetical for you. Somewhere in between Cole Veronica and Five... Through all this mishaps and fighting the undead and creatures, Chris found time to hit the gym. Hypothetically, what if Chris was secretly taking the viruses? And and I only say that due to the fact that I don't care how big you are, 
you're not punching and breaking boulders. That's the main reason why I'm saying this. So that's why I said hypothetically, what if he was yeah. taking very, very, very small portions of the virus? And that will also explain the reason how he's able to take a blow from Wesker. Yep. Well, you know, like I said, Wesker, he's got his powers and he's he's been doing his thing, you know, obviously injecting and monitoring himself with that stuff. Who knows? Or he's just on the roids, you know what I'm saying? He's just taking a shot in the butt, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Getting, getting I, I, the, the roids can do that <laughs> as far as physically. These ain't no handheld boulders here. These are boulders that need to be picked up by cranes. You know, as, as ridiculous of a scene as it was, that was so cool. Where do you want Resident Evil to go? Like, we know we're coming out with Resident Evil so, 7. Yeah. Like I said earlier in the show, which they say they're going back to their roots but so far they're only going back to the horror part of the roots from what i've seen but technically they're going back to their root roots for anybody who really knows about resident evil because the very first game of biohazard is supposed to have been first person from the very start of the franchise so yeah so the I guess if that's what they really mean by going back to this roots, I am upset. <laughs> well, okay, so obviously Resident Evil 7, they've said it's going to be in first person. All right? So Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 were fixed camera angles, um, you know what I'm saying, all the same perspective. Then you got 4, 5, and 6 that were third person over the shoulder. So now it's kind of it's kind of that time. I'm not saying that I agree with going first person and changing, giving it a complete overhaul, but history has shown that's kind of what Capcom does with the series. I personally want to go back to a mansion, which they say the new one is. It's a dilapidated mansion. Some guy named Ethan is looking for his wife. Um, I just read that this past week, or actually yeah, yesterday. I just read that also, probably the same time. Yep. Um, uh, and so, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't necessarily know that I want a new character because there's already so many, yeah. you know? I personally would prefer that you give me some of my favorites back. You know, maybe it's not time for Chris or Leon. Uh, maybe it's time, you know what I'm saying, to do more with Barry, which he was in Revelations 2. So maybe, you know, like you said, like a Rebecca or a Jill or a Helena. Or, you know, like, it doesn't have to be. They've all shown one, two, and three. You know, St. Co. Veronica, they've shown you can start with a woman, with a lead, a female lead, and they'll carry the game. Like, the, it's They've done good with oh, that, yeah. but you know who knows. They say they're gonna they're gonna tie it all in and make it all canon, but I don't know. I don't want first person. I want third person over the shoulder. If I could create the next game myself, it would be um, third uh, third person over the shoulder because that's my favorite type of gameplay game style. So like Resident Evil four or five, you know, um, with the horror elements of you know what I'm saying one through four, yeah. The gameplay style of four, five, and six, more so four and five, not so much. Six was a little, as much as I had fun in that world, being able to go and do whatever I wanted. Like, I wanted to dial it back, make it a little more scary, make my ammo more scarce. But I love the inner, the intertwining um, st- uh, scenarios. Not like six, but like two. Resident Evil 2 did it perfect, in my opinion, where you played the game. You would check, whatever character you played, that was your scenario, that was your story, and you played through it, and you every now and again would meet up with the other character. 
But you always wondered what were they doing the whole time you were playing. And then you go and you beat the game and you get to play scenario B. And all the choices and the items you picked up affected the next story. That is right. Yeah, they did do it better in Resident Evil 2 versus 6. The problem with the way 6 did it, yeah, there were certain parts where you would run into the other characters, but they tried to set it up to where it was also online-based. So if, like, let's say you were playing Leon's campaign, I was playing Chris's, and we got to the same point at the same time, we could fight the boss together. And I thought that was really not, uh, like, noble and cool, but in the same respect, it really didn't work that well. Like, it was just kind of like, it was just kind of like whatever. And playing as Chris... It didn't matter what you did as Leon. It didn't matter what you did as Jake. The, the story was the same. And I like the fact that they tried to do something with it. I would love to wear every, like a Resident Evil where everything I did mattered for, my, for the other person in the game. If, if every piece of ammo I picked up or every door I unlocked, it, you know, if it changed my second playthrough dramatically, not just Well, that's kind of hard to do in video games, period, because for some reason they can't nail that for some reason in video games. But they did try that with Resident Evil Outbreak to a certain extent. And that was a cool, cool game. You know, it was a little ahead of its time, but, like, I, that's a game that will work perfect today, like in today's oh, day. Oh, age. yeah, if you get the right amount of people. Well, not the right amount, but uh, for sure, yeah, right amount because... Yeah, because it was like eight people. You could play eight people online. Yeah, man. y'all all can go through the uh, scenario together and y'all sharing stuff like that. You know what? That would be pretty cool, but I would not accept it. Even if they do it right, I would not accept it if it's not in-house co-op and online co-op. Because oh, they yeah. totally, totally, totally jacked up. This is way away from the topic of what we're talking about. They totally jacked up the Ghostbusters game when they did not make it co-op. I played it. I thought it was cool. Like, how you going to put this game out and you not at least have two players yep. at least? I want to see. What I want to see from future Resident Evil, I have seen the trailer for the first time for the new Resident Evil movie which one franchise that totally totally disrespected their game and series but it is a very entertaining series to watch as far as movies i would say that very entertaining but totally disrespected the resident evil franchise (laughs) i agree i've always said that it's a great action movie not a good resident evil yes (laughs) yes Uh, but for it's something that i've seen in the trailer that I was like, man, that would be real cool if we can go back into Raccoon City itself. Yes. The, man- the mansion yes. and all that stuff, you know, in the outskirts, but, the, you know, and play this, go in the city and venture through it in modern time or at least the time period that it would be in in the Resident Evil re- uh, universe now, not that Operation Raccoon City bullcrap. What would be cool is because, you know, obviously the city was blown up. Now you'd have, like, ruins. Yeah. You know? it, it would be more of, like, almost post, post-apocalyptic. Exactly. So and I was like... It would be super cool yeah, now. Yeah. And, and, and it's kind of like that in the new Resident Evil movie. And I was yes. like, you know what? The video game, not the video game version of it. Don't come out. Don't you take my what I'm saying and twist my <laughs> words. I've kind of come out with Resident Evil final chapter in the movie. Video game, not that. Licensed by Activision. (laughs) (laughs) Come out with a new Resident Evil game. And again, like I said, we might see this 
in Resident Evil 7, we don't know. But I think that'll be real cool. Let's just say the scenario is that somebody came up with the idea or something led back to ground zero of this, of what happened with the freaking epidemic of what happened. And they go back to Raccoon City and have to venture through the city to get back to the mansion or what's left of the mansion and then hmm. you know skirmish to like yeah to reverse what happened this day so many years ago you know and i was like that would be so cool to see that and of course it has to be one of the foundy characters to oh, to, yeah. to to discover this it has to be leon jill chris one of them it has to be it can't be i'll be mad as heck i we just talked about this sheva is a good character but I'll be mad as heck if Sheva went back to Raccoon City and found, yeah. <laughs> and found this. <laughs> Chris, I've been looking all over exactly. for you. Exactly. Something told me to come back to Raccoon City. I don't know what. I don't, maybe a story you told me all those years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'll be mad as heck if it be her go back there. Uh, oh, yeah, I did wanted to say this to you. I am somewhat skeptical about this game, and that is the primary reason I am skeptical of this game. Is is that it's first person? It's like yeah. first person turns me away from games. So by Resident Evil being a big franchise that I love in video games, and them taking that big risk and making it first person, which is I still to this day say make it optional by the time of final release hopefully they are listening to what gamers saying and not casual gamers saying and making it optional that's not the only thing that's making me skeptical is that the resident evil franchise itself is making me skeptical on the game (laughs) because you know we talked about you know they're taking away the horror and they're making it more action-packed and now you're gonna throw this at us you gonna how are you gonna do this to a franchise and then throw this at us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like that's like Resident Evil fans like me and you. When game companies do that, this that is to me a smack in the face for like, well, so what? You love us so much. Yeah, I agree <laughs> to an ex- to an extent. You know, and like I said before, I have found something to love in all of the games. Um, I've played all the si- the spinoffs. I've played all of the. Uh, you know what I'm saying, the core games. And I've played multiple versions, you know what I'm saying, across all the different consoles. Uh, this is probably the one, you know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, I'll give you an example. I have Umbrella Core, okay, which is the fast-paced, you know what I'm saying, competitive shooter they uh-huh. just put out. It's not canon, you know. Like, uh, there's little tidbits in there that, like, hint to Wesker not being dead, having conversation. They're finding memos and I'm stuff so, like that. That's another Wesker. thing I'd be mad. If Wesker is still alive, I would be highly upset. I mean, if you look, if you look back at it, he they didn't actually hit him with yeah, those rockets. Did. Nah, okay. go back okay. and watch it. It went, it it. went right I, through I, his I head. It, it went right through his head. And let's just say, okay, let's go with your scenario of what you thought you might have seen. <laughs> let's just say they didn't hit him. The uh-huh. grenade or rockets went exploded like not yeah, even five <laughs> feet away from him. And the reason why I say I'd be highly upset, and that is a good. Uh, I guess you could say theory that he's still alive because in the new Resident Evil movie, which he should have died in that also, he's alive in this one, in the in the, the new Resident Evil movie yeah. that's coming out. 
So he's alive in that. So since he's alive in 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 the movie franchise, shoot, they don't have a they don't really have a bad guy to fight now. Who who was the bad guy in part? since that new that new one that new company that's supposed to be like the, yeah yeah like yeah, Tricell um, the Umbrella Copycats yeah they're they're the new bad guy but I'm like we don't care about new bad guys at least in the gaming world we don't care about that for the most part Wesker is one of my favorite as far as in Resident Evil franchise but I do like to be I know I, it's not hard to say realism in video games, but oh, yeah, yeah I, since you know, Wesker's gone now, I would respect the game and the developers even more if they just keep him going. Like, he, he died, man. Wesker dead, let him be dead. Yeah, well, you know, my thing is, if they do bring him back, let's say that then there's really no way to kill anybody, you know, because exactly. like if that if that didn't really kill him, then you can't kill anybody. I will be on the verge of just not like not liking kind of, uh, Resident Evil anymore. Like, the franchise to me will almost be Resident Dead to me. If, because of <laughs> because of what you just said, like, you can't kill anybody if Wesker is still alive. And then, they're going to try to come up with some type of scenario to have Wesker and Jake fight, because Jake is on the good side. And also, he has that remorse towards Wesker, because he so-called wasn't there for him growing up and all that stuff. Yep. So they're going to try their best to try to slip in that. And they're going to have, instead of ha- instead of letting, I feel if they do that, they're going to have Jake kill Pops, taking it from Chris. Yeah. Chris or Jill is, to me, the rightful people to kill Wesker, which yeah. Chris was the one who pulled one of the triggers, which I don't quite understand why Jill didn't have the other rocket. Like, he, she just, like, it was like, okay, this is your mission, Sheva, but I got some unfinished business with Wesker, so give me that rocket toots. <laughs> That's what I feel like that should have really went down at the end of part five. Well, then, you know, she has that whole one-liner. She's like, all right, partner. <laughs> and I'm like, so are you telling me that, like, y'all are, like, going to be partners forever now because you got to do the, the final thing? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sure, I guess let's bring this to a close. Hopefully we brought right. like some some new thinking or a new aspect to casual gamers to think more about the franchise other than just playing it whenever they don't have anything else to play. You freaking casual gamers, you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great pleasure having resonant Durrell. Uh we didn't touch on everything listeners but hey we touched on the most importance of where resident <laughs> evil was where resident evil is now and where we would like to see resident evil in the future so that was some good conversation whatever talk is back home with their parents on potomatic <laughs> it's that economy we got to go back to the parents <laughs> So listen to us on Podomatic, and we're also on iTunes, and we're now branching off more into this YouTube universe. So be on the lookout to get the YouTube version of this. Also, if you're listening to the audio version right now, Resident Daryl, where can they find you? I am at Resident Daryl across all social media platforms, whether it be Twitter, Twitch, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live. You just put in Resident Daryl and you will find me talking about my favorite thing, Resident Evil. (laughs) So listeners, until the next whatever talk, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) 
If you would have made it this far, but then you made it to the end of the show, we can stay posted, but we gotta go. But wait a minute, leave a comment, tell us what you think about it. Come again, tell a friend, tell whoever listening, whatever talk. Whatever talk.